Hello, my friends. Welcome to today's podcast episode. And today is going to be a quick one on emotional eating. I know this is something that I struggled with, especially when my kids were both toddlers having tantrums. I never really thought I was an emotional eater until I really had a, rev- a revelation in the pantry while I was snacking on goldfish crackers, asking myself, like, I don't even like these. Why am I coming in here and craving something to crunch? And then I really realized what I was actually looking for was a way to calm my central nervous system. And I was leaning towards food, which is emotional eating. So whether it is conscious to you or not, we're going to talk about emotional eating today. And I may have a hot take on this, a different perspective that will change things and change the perfectionism that you have around emotional eating. Let's roll into the show. So here is my hot take on emotional eating. I really think that emotional eating isn't something we can actually stop. You know, whether we are happy, sad, upset, looking for something to calm our central nervous system because we are overstimulated, or really we're just wanting to, and and wanting to find something to distract us from what it is we are actually feeling. I think emotional eating is going to be something that we all experience. And even if, even with that being said, I don't want you to feel discouraged because there's a difference between emotional eating and having the situation and then it's spiralizing out of control because with food, and I did a really cool um, Bible study on this in the Feminine Edge Collective on nutrition and really what God talks about our food is, and food being in what purpose it plays in our life as part of it was celebration and comfort, but also fuel. And I definitely, and not something that we idolize or cling to or use to fill a void. So I really think emotional eating is not something that we ever want to set the goal of never wanting to emotional eat again, because it'll happen, whether it's in high spirits or low spirits, it kind of happens. But really understanding how a spiral can start after a bout of emotional eating and then getting back on track with those habits or that lifestyle that you want to have in alignment with your goals. Because when it comes to emotional eating, what I want you to ask yourself is, what am I trying to avoid? And instead of feeling like, oh, I'm emotional eating, bring awareness to the moment. Like, why am I here? Why did I choose this? What am I doing? And I want to bring you back to that pantry situation where both of my kids were toddlers and oftentimes through tantrums simultaneously. And I would go to the pantry and grab for snacks. I would grab for the goldfish crackers. I would grab for candy. I was grabbing for things that I was genuinely not hungry. And I was also going into pantry, closing the door and not wanting to be found. And so that really brought awareness of like, what 
why do I keep ending up here? Like I remember standing in the pantry and being like, why did I end up here? And it was really because I was trying to find a way to regulate my central nervous system. I was trying to calm myself back down after tantrums and overstimulation and moments of frustration because there was a lot of times in that phase my kids were both toddlers and we were in the pandemic so it wasn't like we had outlets or escapes to go play it was also oftentimes winter here so it wasn't like we could just go outside it was really challenging and so I found myself in the pantry a lot of the times and then I would ask myself I don't even like these goldfish crackers I don't even like veggie straws why do I keep gravitating towards them and I really recognize like I'm trying to calm myself down I'm trying to have that crunch to center my nervous system and I was just using it as an escape and once I had that awareness I could really ask myself like what's a better coping mechanism what's a better way I can seek support for what I'm needing in that moment but what's a better way of coping and I came up with some strategies that worked best for me and some of those were and it depended on the situation if you know it was me at home with the kids all day and then once my husband came home I would kind of clock out and go take a shower showers really helped calm my central nervous system if honestly and this is you know only pertinent to the people who are in this season of having two toddlers probably I remember I was like okay instead of being with them in the chaos and it escalating me I would just like if they were throwing a tantrum downstairs I would go upstairs and just kind of catch my breath collect my thoughts and then they'd kind of be like oh where's mom and by the time they figured out where I was I had settled myself down a little bit. So my in my habit was to walk to the pantry. And so then I changed my route of instead of walking to the pantry, I then walked upstairs. And that is where you really want to think about and bring awareness to when am I emotional eating? Has there been patterns? Is it right after the workday? Is it late at night? You know, and thinking about why is it I'm going to town in those moments, then asking yourself, what is it that I'm, what am I avoiding? How can I then support myself with a better solution than to seek food for comfort and support? And so I hope that this little example helped you because I don't think it's ever not going to be a thing. There are going to be times where definitely I'm feeling stressed and overwhelmed and I'm going to eat, I'm going to go and eat something or even the times of celebration, you know, when we have my birthday and our anniversary, I get to pick our, my favorite restaurant and I have appetizers and entree, dessert, cocktails, like all of the things that is emotional eating too. We just don't tend to, well, we do even tend to shame ourselves after happy times of emotional eating because it's like, oh, I ate way too much and blah, blah, blah. And now I'm not on track with this, that, or the other thing. When really it's just about reflecting, like we went out to eat because it was a really special time. We don't go out to eat that often. I was at my favorite place. So of course I'm going to order my favorite things. Is this an indulgence that I do all of the time, every single day? 
no. And so I'm, I'm not going to shame myself in enjoying those moments of emotional eating in the happy moments too, right? So if you really do struggle with emotional eating, I want to just encourage you to reflect on the times where you feel like it's frequent, it's more of a habit than an event because there are times where we emotional eat and it's an event, meaning it doesn't, not a physical event, but meaning it doesn't happen that often, right? You know, you had a really, really, maybe you had like a really, really tough day. Some really bad news came in and you had a large Dairy Queen blizzard and then it just kind of, you cope and then you move on. But if you notice that every single time, like my pantry situation, my every single time my kids would have meltdowns or I would just be really overwhelmed and overstimulated, I noticed myself finding myself in the pantry. That was a habit, not an event, because I noticed it happened frequently, right? Bring that awareness of, why am I here? Why am I choosing this? What am I avoiding? And what can be some things that I do to help support and um, support myself in a more positive way that will serve me well instead of just always gravitating towards food? The next episode, which is coming out on Thursday, is going to be all about evening eating. If you tend to really have cravings or emotional eat in the evening, you are going to love the next episode. I wanted to let you guys know that the Feminine Edge Collective is open for enrollment. I have welcomed a handful of you ladies this week. We have a secret podcast for the Feminine Edge Collective, which was an announcement that I talked about on Monday in the group. So I would love for those of you that are in the Feminine Edge Collective to go check out the group because I know you guys are podcast people. It's really hard as moms to sit down and watch a class. So that is why our classes will be in the app, but also in the podcast feed. And we are going to be focusing on nutrition in February. And I've got a lot of really great resources that we will dive back into and things that will be coming that are new and fresh in February. And so if you are interested in learning how to sync your nutrition with your cycle, but also in an optimal way that is going to boost your metabolism and also be things that you like like and enjoy. You're really going to love the resources that are in there and that are going to come in there. So I want to invite you to the Feminine Edge Collective. You could check out the link for it in the show notes, or if you have any questions about it, send me a DM on Instagram and I will talk to you next time.